Tonight, the Mystic Knights of the Sea gave their semi-annual dance at the Lodge Hall. The affair was a huge success. It's now 1.30 in the morning, and the Kingfish and his wife, Sapphire, have just returned home. Well, Sapphire, you know I really done some dancing tonight. Yes, I noticed it. Yeah, I wore out the two cardboards I had covering the hole in my shoe. Ended up walking right on my bare skin there. <laughs> Don't you talk to me about that dance, you broke down Romeo. What you mean? It was a disgrace the way you carried on out on that dance floor. Did you have to hold that young Miss Winslow as tight as you did? What you mean? At a dance, you supposed to hold your partner tight. <laughs> Not three minutes after the music stopped. Oh. <laughs> George Davis, why didn't you get away from her when the music was over? Well, a button on my vest got caught on the lace on her dress, and I knew she, she was poor. I was over. <laughs> Some excuse that is. George, I'm just disgusted with you. I'm your wife, and you didn't dance with me once during the whole evening. Yeah, well, how could I? You spent all your time talking to that big fat woman. Who was that dreadnought, anyway? <laughs> that was Mrs. Opalette and Parker. She just moved into town, and I invited her over to the dance so she could get acquainted. But not one of them ill-mannered large brothers of yours asked her for a dance. Well, I guess none of the brothers had a truck driver's license. I don't know. <laughs> now, George, she wasn't that fat. She wasn't, huh? Well, I'll tell you one thing. If a man wants to dance cheek-to-cheek with that blimp, he's going to have to be shaped like a boomerang. I know that. <laughs> She happens to be a widow. Widow, huh? Well, let me be the first to congratulate her late husband. <laughs> she wants to get married again, and George, there's nothing wrong I with her. I don't want you hanging around with her. She's very sweet and pleasant. I say stay away from her. And she just inherited $10,000 from her uncle. Uh, why don't you invite her for supper sometime? <laughs> well, I'm going to talk to you all night. I'm going to bed. Hmm. So that Mrs. Opalus and Parker's got $10,000, huh? And she wants to get married. Maybe I could get her and Andy together with a little parlay here. <laughs> I might take that fat widow, hit you up to that fat head end, and come out of the thing with a nice fat wallet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, uh, I got a picture here of Opal Lesson that Sapphire gave me. I'll put that in my desk drawer here. I'll tell Anna that I'll open up an introduction club so I can bring soulmates together. Oh, I hear the future bridegroom come clapping his feet down the hall now. Come in, Brother Anna. Oh, hi, Kingfish. Uh, sorry I busy today, Andy. I can't talk to you, but sit down for an hour or two anyway. We'll just... <laughs> Say, tell me something. What's that sign on your door there saying, introduction club? Well, Andy, ain't you here? Uh, that's a new club that I was running, bringing lovers together. Our slogan is... Uh, Great mates at low rates. Uh, <laughs> yeah. it's, a, it's a scientific uh, introduction club, and uh, we takes the guesswork out of marriage, and, uh, well, we introduce people that is perfectly suited for each other. Yeah, you mean science is messing around with love now? Yes, and uh, we fix the right mate for you according to your horoscope. What is that? Oh, you will see that, and uh, it's a great big round circle with the uh, months of the year going around it, and... The picture of different animals. It was invented by a very brainy man. It's called the sign of the Zodiac. Yeah? And you mean with all that stuff you can pick the perfect wife for me? Yeah, that's right, Andy. Uh, it's simple. Uh, you see, now, according to your birthday, let me see. Oh, yeah, you comes under Toros the Bull. 
<laughs> you know, Ed, uh, this is a perfect month for tourists to get married. Oh, yeah, the sun is on the ascendancy, the moon is in the sky, the stars is out, and the Milky Way is homogenized. It's a... <laughs> That sounds good, all right, but how can you pick a gal for me by using my horse's go? Horoscope, man. We, we, we just find the gal whose sign is in harmony with yours, you see. Now, according to your horoscope, the perfect mate for you would be a gal that comes, comes under uh, uh, Capricorn the goat. Capricorn the goat? Yeah. Yeah, wait a minute. I got a picture right here on my desk drawer. Oh, uh, here you are. Yeah. Yeah, well... That's a nice picture of the goat, all right. Where's the picture of the gal? No, 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 and uh, uh, this is the gal, and her name is Opalescent Parker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like I say, Andy, the moon and the stars is out, the Milky Way is and out. And from the looks of her, everything is out. Yeah. You can't argue with the stars and the planets, Andy. This gal is a perfect mate for you. Well, stars or no stars, I ain't getting hitched up with no hippopotamus. <laughs> and you can tell that to the fellow that invented all this stuff, that John Hodiak. <laughs> Zodiac. Well, look, Andy, uh, don't make no sap judgment here on account of her shape. Uh, you know, she got the, the hefty type figure that men used to worship in the good old days. Yeah, but this gal must weigh 250 pounds. You mean to say that a figure like that used to be popular? Oh, certainly, Andy. Don't you remember them old love songs the fellas used to sing to the gals? Pig of my heart, let me call you fat so, and all them songs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember them all right, uh... But look, Kingfish, I just ain't interested in no fat gal. Yeah, but Andy, there's more to marrying this gal than the human eye can see, is he? Well, what you mean? Well, Andy, as you ever know the warmth and companionship of $10,000? Oh, she got $10,000, huh? Let me see that picture again. Hmm, that's funny. Oh, uh, what's the matter? Since I last looked at her, she done lost a lot of weight, you know? <laughs> If you are still worried about that excess weight she got, that ain't real fat, you know. No, you can send a walrus like that to a place called Elizabeth Arden, and they can de-blubber her in no time. <laughs> okay, Kingfish, okay. How much has I got to pay you to introduce her to me? Yeah, well, you being my friend, then, I won't ask you nothing right off the bat, but after the marriage, you can give me the customary stew pen of half to $10,000. Yeah. Okay, okay. See if you can arrange a date for me tonight. Okay, Andy, that's a good idea. We'll get right to work. I'll call up and you can take her out for supper. Yeah, I just wish she wasn't so fat, though. Oh, and I tell you, don't worry about that. Remember the old saying, son, $10,000 can cover a multitude of skin. <laughs> Get ready. Cause there's room for many a more. Well, I hear the car a coming. I hear it near at hand. I hear the wheels a rumbling and rolling through the land. Don't get on board. Oh, the children, get on board. Get aboard the children. Get on board. Oh, the children. There's room for many a Get on board. Get aboard the children. Get aboard the children. Get aboard the children. There's room for many a more. I hear the car a coming. She's coming round the curve. She's straining every nerve. Get on board, little children. Get on board, little children. Get on board, little children. There's room for many a more. Well, get on board. Get on board. Get on board. 
just a-smoking and a-jogging down that long, long road. Yeah! We're rolling and rocking with our engine just a-knocking, and we're happy cause we're lightning our heavy load. Nothing bothers me, happy as can be, me and two or three and my Model T. Get on board, little children, get on board, little children, get on board, little children, there's room for me. Amazing news, the biggest news in Rinso's history. The famous Lever Laboratories announced the development of a new Rinso, new 1950 Rinso with Solium. Here's why it's so sensational. New 1950 Rinso has three times the whiter washing action of any other soap. It's here a year ahead of time, new 1950 Rinso, the only soap that contains the scientific sunlight ingredient, Solium. New 1950 Rinso washes white clothes whiter than new. Washable colors actually brighter than brand new. It keeps them whiter, brighter than any other soap. And safely. Yes, new Rinso is so safe for clothes, so kind to hands. Try new 1950 Rinso at your dealers now. New 1950 Rinso has three times the whiter washing action of any other soap. Good morning, Andrew. Hi, Kingfish, old pal. Hey, tell me, lover boy, how's things going with the widow? After all, now you've been taken out for eight days, you know. Oh, Kingfish, everything's in the bag. Last night I pre-posed Opalescent, and she done promised to waddle down the aisle with me. <laughs> oh, that is great news, Andrew. Oh, yeah. You know, Kingfish, when I first seen Opalescent, I couldn't believe my eyes. It took me a little while to get used to her, but now everything is lovey-dovey. Yeah, well, sometimes that's the way with gals like that, Andrew. Before you know it, you find that disgust has blossomed into love. Yeah. Well, we done set the wedding for three days from now. Oh, I tell you, Andy, that $10,000 is practically in the palm of our hands. Uh, hi, Shorty. What is you looking so upset about? Oh, sir, sir, sir something terrible just happened. That the worst possible thing about... That the most awful catastrophe... That the most horrible thing a man could... Uh, you, uh, when I, 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 uh, don't just stand there. Do something. <laughs> Now, look here. Uh, calm down, Shorty. Now, see if you can't talk a little more illegible, will you? Yeah, yeah. What goes on, Shorty? Well, Andy, tell me this. That, that wealthy widow that you're going to marry, ain't, ain't her name Opalescent Parker? Yeah, that's the gal. What about her? Well, t- ten minutes ago in my barber shop, I, I saved a fellow who just got into town. His name is Joe Parker, and he, he said he, he, he was her husband. Oh, what are you talking about? Joe Parker is dead. Yeah, Dead? Yeah. I know that. I never would have shaved him. <laughs> now, now, wait a minute. Never mind that, Shorty. If Opalescent's husband is alive, this is terrible. Now, what did he have to say? Well, he got talking, and he told me he ran out on Opalescent 15 years ago. And after seven years, she, she had him declared legally dead. Well, if he's legal dead, why, that ain't going to affect the wedding. Well, I wouldn't be too sure about that, Andy. He, he, he said he, he just heard about her inheriting $10,000, and he might even remarry her to get his hands on it. He said she was always crazy about him. Oh, me, this is awful. We got to figure some way to get that Joe Parker out of the picture quick. Yeah, well, he's staying at the Lennox Plaza Hotel. Well, thanks a lot, Jordy, for running over here with the news. You really thought fast. Oh, I always think fast, fellas. That's why I used to be such a great lifeguard. 
Shorty, you was a lifeguard? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll never forget I'll never forget the experience I had on my first day on duty. All of a sudden, I saw a man way out in the ocean calling for help. I ran down to the water's edge, and the breakers were 20 feet high. And then between me and the man, I saw a shark fin cutting through the water. A shark fin? Mm, yeah, that, that's what it was. <laughs> Right, right away as a lifeguard, I knew just what to do. Well, what did you do, Shorty? Oh, I put a knife in my teeth and I and I I got I got a running start and I dove into the I, I swam like a fish way out to that. I, I got a hold that you I I I I I quit my job. <laughs> now, uh, 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 look here, Anna, look here. I, I just thought of something. If we could convince Parker that you and her is already married up and has a bunch of children, it might appeal to his better nature, and he wouldn't have the heart to break up the happy home. Yeah, and besides that, we can tell him that all the kids is the image of their mother. That ought to scare him off. Yeah, I'll tell you what, I'll call up this fellow Parker right away and get him over here. <laughs> Well, sit down, Miss Parker. Now, look here, Stevens, or whatever your name is. I still don't know why you phoned me to come over here and see you. Yeah, well, like I explained to you on the phone, Miss Parker, I hear you was in town, and I got some reporting news about your former wife, Oberlesen Parker. Yeah, what about her? Well, the truth of the matter is that Oberlesen done remarried seven years ago now, and, and, and right now she, done, uh, she got a devoted husband and five lovely children. The happiest little family you ever saw. Opalescent remarried? Yeah. I can't believe that. She always told me that I was the only man for her. Yeah, well, that's the, that's the way with women, mister. There's more than one fish in the sea, you know. Opalescent ain't the first whale that got herself another flounder. <laughs> well, it's still hard to believe. Yeah, well, I guess it's quite a shock to you, Miss Borger, but I can tell from your great derby and the cut of that yellow checkered coat you got on that you got a heart of gold. I know you'd never do nothing to break up over Lester's happy home. Hello, yes, Stevens. There's $10,000 involved, yeah? And the way I feel about it. Oh, oh, oh wait, I... wait a minute. Look, look out the window there. Look who coming across the street. It's Opal Lesson's dear, devoted second husband. Sir, I leave it to your honor as a legally dead gentleman not to let him know who you is. Uh, hi, Kingfish. Uh, excuse my bedroom slippers and smoking jacket. I just come from my happy home. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, glad to see you, devoted family man, Brown. I bet you had a tough time tearing yourself away from the arms of your loved ones, ain't you? Oh, yeah, they really loves me, all right. Every time I tries to leave the house, they throws themselves in front of the door, you know? Yeah. Oh, you were sure a sweet papa already. Oh, yeah. Say, who is this fellow? Oh, uh, uh, he is just a gentleman that prefers to be nameless. Uh, Mr. Brown, may I present a man who has just come back from the dead? Uh, likewise. Uh... <laughs> uh... Mr. Brown, you certainly seem very devoted to your family, all right. Oh, sure. There ain't nothing I wouldn't do for my sweet wife and my three little ones. Three? Yeah. Now, wait a minute, Jeff Stevens. A moment ago, you told me I had five children. Now, what is this? Uh, yeah, uh, Miss Brown, ain't you done made a little mistake in your addition there? Uh, the last time I went to your house, your wife told me you had five kids. Yeah, well, I ain't never seen but three. <laughs> but that's opalescent all over. I bet she's saving the other two to surprise me with on my birthday. <laughs> 
Look here, uh, Papa Brown, uh, uh, ain't you anxious to get home to your dear darling loved one? Yeah, I is. You know, my six-year-old son was naughty this morning. I got to punish him. Yeah, well, what is you going to do to him, kind hearted turn? I don't know. I got a good mind to take away his pastor to burlesque show. So long. <laughs> Look here, Stevens. This thing don't sound right to me, but with me being legally dead and everything, I ain't too sure how I stand on the money myself. Mm-hmm. But I know this much. Yeah. I is got a nuisance value around you. Oh, yeah, sir. You was a nuisance already. Ain't no two years about that, yeah. i tell you what I do. If I can get 500 bucks out of this deal, I'll blow town and forget the whole thing. Yeah, well, I tell you, mister, uh, uh, 500... Well, we ain't got the money right now. But I assure you, we can raise it some way. I'll meet you here at the large hall tomorrow morning. Okay, and you better have the money, or I is going to open lesson. How you like that low-down, conniving crook? Shaking us down for $500. Just when we was all set to jip the widow out of 10000 I <laughs> This is your old friend, John Lake. You know, one of my wife's friends used new 1950 Rinso for the first time last week, and do you know, she's almost ecstatic about it. And no wonder. New 1950 Rinso has three times the whiter washing action of any other soap. This amazing new washing action of 1950 Rinso makes clothes whiter than new, colors brighter than new, and keeps them whiter, brighter than any other soap. Well, that's the story, and it's absolutely true. New 1950 Rinso has three times the whiter washing action of any other soap. But Rinso is so safe for clothes, so kind to hands. Your dealer has new 1950 Rinso in the large or economical giant size. Try new 1950 Rinso. And now, back to Amos and Andy. Well, hello there, Stonewall. Oh, hi, King. Come in, man. <laughs> uh, say, Stonewall, like I told you on the phone, I got to see you about something connected with uh, Andy's marriage. Yeah, well, I hope he got better luck with his marriage than a friend of mine had. Uh, what was that? Well, this friend married a woman that turned out to be the naggingest woman you ever saw. Mm. She nagged him day and night. So this man started avoiding his wife. Oh, he did, huh? Yeah, he dodged her at his office. He avoided her at home and gave her the slip every chance he could. Mm-hmm. You know something? They finally arrested him for ducking his wife. Yeah, well, how could the police arrest him for that? He was ducking her in six feet of water. Oh! <laughs> uh, now, look at us, Stonewall. Me and Andy has got to get $500 to pay off Opal Lessons Parker's ex-husband and get him out of town so he won't mess up the wedding. Now, I don't know where I'm going to get hold of that kind of money. Well, who you know that's got $500? Uh, the only one I know that's got that kind of money is that fat uh, widow that Andy's married. The only thing is, we done already told her that Andy's well fixed, you see. You did, huh? Well, look, Kingsley, why don't you tell her, see, that even though Andy got plenty of money, right now he's tied up and he needs... $500 for emergency. Emergency, yeah. Yeah, I'll tell her that Andy needs an emergency operation or something. Yeah, I'll, I'll take Andy over there right to her house now. Oh, that's it. Stonewall, that's great. You know you is a genius. Oh, man, yeah. 
Speaking of rich women, you know what? I had an uncle that was in love with a widow that had $10,000, but he wouldn't marry her. He had principles about them things. He did, huh? Oh, yeah. You know what? He told her it wouldn't be honorable to marry her until he had at least as much money as she had. And you know, took him six months to get $10,000. Six months, huh? Uh, how did he manage to get it? He borrowed it from the widow. <laughs> well, Dandy uh, was married, huh? Don't be silly. You think my uncle would marry a woman that was broke? <laughs> I had an already rung the front door bell. I hear Opalescent coming to the door now. The house is shaking. Well, hello. What a pleasant surprise. Yeah. Glad we found your home, Opalescent. Yeah, nice to see you, Miss Parker. Come on in the living room. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You see, Miss Parker, we were just passing by, and Miss Brown just thought he'd drop in for a little prenuptial love talk. After all, tomorrow is the day that your troth is going to be blighted, you know. Well, I'm certainly glad you come up, Andy Pye, but don't you know the old superstition? You shouldn't look at the bride so soon before the wedding. Oh, that's all right, honey. Nothing's going to stop me from this wedding. <laughs> uh, Andy Pye, why don't you sit on the sofa with Miss Parker? Yeah, yeah, I'll squeeze in there. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, tell you what, uh, let's get down to business here. Business? Uh, yeah. Uh, Opalescent, darling. I need $500. $500? Yeah. You mean you want to buy from me? Andy, you told me you had a wonderful income. Well, I does, honey, but, uh, this happens to be emergency, and my capital happens to be tied up right now. Oh, oh yeah. You see, that's right, Miss Parker. Uh, Miss Brown here went over to Europe last year to expand his investments. He made a profit of full $500,000, but... Under the European Reciprocal Fleecing Act, he's only can only take. <laughs> he's like, they, they won't let him take a $40 off the continent. Yeah, that's right. I had to leave five truckloads of money standing on the dock. Oh, my. You say that you need this money for emergency, Andy? Uh, well, uh, uh, Miss Parker, Andy didn't want to mention it, but the boy is suffering from a bad case of acute appendicitis. Yeah, yeah, that's right. You see, I've been expecting my money to come through from Europe, uh, so I've been putting off the operation for the past six months. You were putting off appendix operation? Yeah, well, I don't guess it's very serious. Peritonitis didn't set in until two weeks ago. Oh. <laughs> of course, you never know about them things, though. His appendix is ready to pop any minute, you know. You don't mean to say. Oh, yeah, yeah. The doctor listened to it with a stethoscope this morning. The thing was whistling like a pressure cooker. That's <laughs> Oh, me, is it really that serious? Well, I tell you, Mr. Brown ain't worried about it himself. He doesn't want nothing to happen tomorrow that would ruin the ceremony. His appendix might cut loose, you know, in the middle of the festivities. Yeah, be a little embarrassing, too. Me marching down the aisle, double up in a knot, screaming and yelling and... <laughs> well, Andy, if you really need $500 for operation, I guess the only thing for me to do is lend it to you. Oh, that's the stuff. Now, if you just meet me in my lawyer's office tomorrow morning, I'll have him arrange the whole thing. Well, now, wait a minute. A lawyer, a lawyer. Now, now on second thought, uh, it ain't no use dragging no snoopy third party into this mess here now. No, no, let's forget the whole thing. Yeah. Forget it? Well, what about Andy's appendix operation? Yeah, well, I think if he takes a couple of slugs of penicillin, that'll clear up the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and we'll rub some liniment on his peritonitis, too. We'll do that. <laughs> well, Miss Parker, uh, uh, we got a lot of things to be getting ready for the wedding and everything. We'll see you in church tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Uh, goodbye, my love. Goodbye. Goodbye, honey. <laughs> uh, 
Say, Kingfish. Kingfish, we sure was on thin ice there when she brung up that lawyer business. But how is we going to get that $500? Well, I tell you, Anna, there's only one way that we can get it. You cash in them insurance policies of yours, and I'll raise the rest by putting my furniture in hock. Then we'll pay off her ex-husband, Joe Parker, and everything will be clear sailing. Yeah, well, let's do that this afternoon, so we'll be all ready for the wedding tomorrow. Well, then, old boy, don't be nervous. There's only a few more minutes now. Ain't that right, Emma? Uh, yeah, he sure is, Kingfish. Uh, uh, listen to that church organ playing the preliminary music out there in the church now, Andrew. Yeah, Kingfish, I can hear it, too. Say, Amos, uh, how I look in my striped trousers. Oh, you look fine, Andy. The only thing is, it would have been kind of nice if your vest and pants would have come together there. Yeah, I hope this shirt stays in place, too. Yeah, well, I hope so, too, Andy, because I ain't never seen a groom with a bare midriff. Uh... <laughs> well, tell me, fellas, what, what happens next? Well, Andy, when the organ music plays the wedding march, me and you goes out there in the church, and we walk right up to the altar, and then Oprah Lesson, uh, she'll come down the aisle and join us there, you see. Yeah, well, you know, I was nervous, all right. Mm. I say, by the way, Andy, Ru- Ruby told me to tell you that she was sorry that she couldn't come, but you know we was expecting a little baby in the next day or two. Oh, yeah, that's wonderful, Amos. And we were talking last night, if it's a boy, we was going to name it after you, Andy. Oh, really, Amos? That's great. Yeah, that's what we're going to do. Oh, that's great. But, 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 but you know, Kingfish, this wedding has really got me nervous. Well, now, don't worry, Andy. In a few minutes, you was going to walk through that door there and promise to love, honor, and obey $10,000. <laughs> Well, boys, I'm giving up my bachelor days. Yeah, you certainly have had a lot of congratulations telegrams from your friends around the country, Andy. Yeah, I'm going to keep all these, too, and frame them. Uh, I'll get it, Andy. There must be another telegram congratulating you. Yeah, go ahead. You know, Kingfish, I sure was glad we was able to raise that 500 bucks to pay off Joe Parker. Yeah, and listen, Andy, Opal Lesson must never know that he was ever around here and got that money from us, you know. No, I... Oh, another telegram, Amos? Uh, yeah, here you are, Andy. Boy, you're getting a mess of telegrams. People are really sending you best wishes, ain't they? Uh, yeah, they all know you're marrying a rich gal, too, Andy. Oh, yeah, I was on Easy Street. Yeah, right. uh, who's the telegram from, Andy? Yeah, read it out loud. Let me see here. Mr. Andrew H. Brown, thanks for the 500. You fell for that missing husband gag like a ton of bricks. Signed, Joe and Opalescent Parker. Well... <laughs> You know, every time the kingfish opens his big mouth, uh, well, out comes trouble. Yeah, but when John Lake sounds off, what you hear is the biggest news in Rinso's history. It certainly is. It's new 1950 Rinso with solium, with three times the whiter washing action of any other soap. New 1950 Rinso gets and keeps your clothes whiter than any other soap and safely. More women use Rinso than any other wash day soap in the world. Good night, folks. See you next Sunday. Doctors approved it. Light Boy Health Soap, with its purifying ingredient, gets skin cleaner, stops B.O. as no other leading soap can. Yes, doctors compare daily baths with leading soaps, proved you are cleaner, safer from B.O. with Life Boy. Get Life Boy right away. Be sure and listen to the Amos and Andy Show at this same time next Sunday. This program was transcribed as a CBS, the Columbia Broadcasting System.
like to introduce a new member to the group, Ken Kaneko. Hi, Ken. Uh, hi, everyone. Hi, Ken. It's so great to finally be in a group where I feel safe enough to say out loud that my spring mix salad greens are absolutely delicious. You should also try my microgreen sweet mix. Local farmer Ken Kaneko believes his Forward Greens are so delicious he just wants you to try them. Get a VIP coupon at forwardgreens.com and get your Forward Greens at Safeway and Albertsons. Thanks for sharing, Ken. I'd also like to share some of my kale and micro broccoli. 